0: Even everybody, we got to start the show now, because otherwise Joe Colton's going to throw more pre-show grenades out there. But uh, it's nine o'clock. It's Friday night. It's time for the What's on Joe My Team stream. Uh, we will be right back. This is our first show with over a thousand subscribers. There's lots of folks out there who thought we couldn't, and this is just to prove that we absolutely can. Can. Two was to have the shipwreck gift go for a solid minute.
1: Good call. Uh, like, Option one.
0: I decided to stick with this one.
1: Get us demonetized right away.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> We're trying to behave. Jerk. <laughs> At least for a week or two, we have to behave.
3: Hey, speak for yourself, man. I am <laughs> to misbehave. <All> right. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm, I'm like, counting
4: how many times like you have zingers tonight, Weber.
3: Like, I I, I, all the good material's
0: gone
3: no <laughs> <laughs> we always say the pre-show is the best show
0: no nope. so anyways as, as we mentioned before it's friday night it's nine ish p.m mm-hmm. it's time for the what's on joe mine team stream i'm your host mike Urizari. uh welcome to everyone who's catching us live and on recording if you're catching us live tonight or you're on facebook go ahead and give us a little some some kind of reaction now give us a thumbs up give us a heart uh, give us a little huggy guy we love little Huggy Guy. If if you're catching us on YouTube, uh, please like the video, subscribe to our channel. Even though we're past a thousand, you know, having a few extra in the tank might help for when Joe Colton inevitably swears somebody off the show. Yep. So we, we need we need we need as many as you feel like giving us. Uh, continue to subscribe to the show. Uh, if you are catching us either on on Facebook or on our audio version, the best thing you can do to support the program. Is head over to YouTube and subscribe to the channel there. Really, really, really appreciate it. And of course, uh, be sure to leave a comment down below in the in the comment section, not just in the live chat, uh, and um, and share us in all your your various social media channels. Uh, joining me tonight, we've got a full house. Everybody's back, uh, including the former head of marketing for the GI Joe brand at Hasbro.
2: Hot show, Mark Webber.
3: Hey, good to be here. So, uh, with my, this with my chin wound, where is it? There it is. No, yeah, it's still there, still there. Yeah, yeah. still, there.
0: still, Working on still it. About as red as it did last week, although not quite as large. Yeah, I know.
3: It's, it's within, I need a cone, it's within pawing distance. That's not helpful, <laughs> but it's hard to do the show in the cone is shame.
0: Yes, Sherman is right. Chicago rules apply. Subscribe early, subscribe often. Make sense so uh Joe Colton has you on dad joke alert tonight
3: huh yeah yeah come on fire it's
4: two two I
0: fair.
3: found a joke online that I forwarded to like eight people and three of them got back to me well, I, was, I was crestfallen because three of the eight got back to me and said I don't get it and I'm like <laughs> oh
4: <laughs> I would get it then because I don't get jokes
3: we're gonna so. float we're gonna float it later maybe off the show but okay or maybe on the show we'll see' well, it's a, it's, a it's a short joke. Ground for, for, for future material. Should
4: I get yeah. West since it's a short joke?
3: No. Wow. Wow, you can get away with that.
0: He's, <laughs> taking,
4: he's tiny. Taking,
0: taking the man down in front of our dozens and dozens of fans.
3: Yeah, oh. but he, he lifts weight. And he's a former pro wrestler, so mitigating factors, right? He's the wrist lock. He's the wrist lock. Put
4: him in my pocket. That's how I got him.
2: No, you cannot. <laughs> no, you cannot.
4: Like a head... Put him in a headlock, and then I said, You're mine.
2: He you told
3: Maggie, "Yeah, hey, I met a guy, I think he's great. And she's like, How would you describe him? And you said, Compact.
4: <laughs> I was like, He's like a hobbit, except not hairy feet.
3: Fair
0: oh, always a plus. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I guess, really, do we need to introduce Joe Colton at this point? Back from her, two there weeks, she is <laughs> from the show. Uh, it d- was just two Saturday to Saturday on some. God-forsaken cruise ship. It's a great
4: patriot dish.
0: <laughs> Literally. <laughs> uh, uh, what are we drinking tonight, Joe?
4: Uh, it's been a long week back, uh, so we're doing the good stuff today.
0: What's the good stuff? Vodka. All right. <laughs> Excellent.
4: One ice cube.
0: I will take that opportunity. I will join you.
4: Ooh, it's been a week.
0: <laughs> Ooh, is, that, is that the peanut butter stuff? Screwball. have ball. no idea.
4: Is it there peanut butter?
0: Up. It is. <sighs> it's delightful.
4: Son of a bitch. It's right. not
0: it's, it's it's not really whiskey cuz the proof is too low, but
4: Oh, really? Is it a girly it, drink?
0: No. Oh. Oh, no, it's mm-hmm. just it's it's technically a peanut butter liqueur, but it tastes like peanut butter and whiskey, so they call it peanut butter whiskey. All right. I'll, I'll take allow it. it. But it's tasty. It's tasty and I endorse it thoroughly.
4: Ooh, on the rocks. Nice.
0: Absolutely. Need, need, needs an ice cube to help it breathe.
3: Whereas your vodka is on the rock. <laughs> it's, a
2: it's a giant like, ice
0: cube. <laughs> giant ice. See, Rob, we're the, we're the last people alive that don't have giant ice.
4: Uh, it comes in sa- a tray of six.
0: I've, I've been saying that I want giant ice. Because I put ice in everything. Oh. Like, I, 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 and I'm just tired of getting 46 ice cubes.
3: I just want one big hunk of ice. I like the ice cube trays that make Han Solo and carbonite ice cubes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, the joke doesn't it's last like, for a long time. But- <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and of course, rounding out our, our cast of, of thousands tonight, uh, he is the host of Rack Time, our, our audio only comic book show on the rare occasion you find one. But yep. here he is, Rack Time Rob. Woo! Holy.
1: Same thing is, I think in all that time that there's been no Rack Time, like maybe three GI Joe comics have come out.
0: Yeah, it's it hasn't been a, a particularly plentiful run, but yeah.
4: Well, they got to figure out how to restart it again.
0: We're we we're, uh, we're trying to reformat Rack Time a little bit too, so that, that, yeah. that's not. <laughs> and plus, now I have a computer that can do more than. Two things at
1: once, and one of those things, you know, not being running the fans. <laughs> new new
3: host Rob Liefeld welcomes you to Hack Time. <laughs> it's a whole new show.
4: That's oh, Hack Time. And i oh. adding that one, Adding that one. A
1: warning for a warning for foot fetishists: <laughs> none of the right? episodes will be about drawing feet.
3: That's right. Rob Ryan is like, this show sucks. Yeah, <laughs> show's Rex Ryan. No, oh, Rex Ryan.
0: Oh, whatever. I'm, I, maybe his brother too. We don't know. It just, to, know. just it's
1: Probably something
3: weirder, like elbows. You know? It came from somewhere.
4: Just thumbs. Just like the, the thumbs.
3: Beards. He likes beards. <laughs> I like that the foot fetish gets creepier if he was looking at his brother's feet. Now you are like, oh. weirdo. Ugh.
0: So, Joe Colton. Yes. You were you were on the boat. Um, We didn't hear anything about. Um anything about any kind of, uh, COVID, COVID uh, or, 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 uh, you know, you didn't, didn't run out of food or you didn't, uh, <laughs> so, it in Walmart beds or anything like that. So, I'm so not, no.
4: I'll tell you, um, so you had to have a vaccine to get on. Okay. Uh, but in addition to that, you had to take a negative COVID test, 24 okay. hours, no than 24 <laughs> hours.
2: Ironic. Get- <laughs> right
4: whatever
3: i didn't hear anything
4: uh 24 hours before boarding and you had to upload your results and they had to check your ID and all this stuff so if you had covid you weren't getting on that ship and they also had the right to do random checks on the ship so right. yeah
0: did you get randomly checked no cuz it really just sounds like an opportunity for for the staff to to hit on the women,
4: right, and stick something up their nose.
0: I mean, whatever floats your I'm boat. To, I'm not here to shame, but
2: maybe
4: not. Right. No, no shaming. Um, it it was fine. Uh, Maggie and I and William have taken home tests, and all are negative. So, and we have no symptoms. But mm-hmm. I did. Um,
0: and you've been much, home a few days now.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've I've been home and haven't really gone out like at all. I went for a walk by myself. So lonely.
1: Teeth grinding. (laughs) To walk by yourself. The slow (laughs) closing theme music to the Incredible Hulk playing. No,
4: I actually preferred it because there were so many phone calls. I I became a professional conference caller.
0: No, no one's, no one's offering me a buffet of hot dogs or whatever terrible God. food you get under oh,
1: where's so my on where's my 3 a.m shrimp cocktail
4: so you will be very proud of me for two things one uh saint thomas ran out of food for us so we had to get on the on the boat uh
0: now did did saint thomas, thomas run out of food for normal people or did she just run out of food for for you because you're an
2: eater
4: no yeah. no <laughs> normal people, okay. normal people. All right. yeah so before we got to the restaurant. A couple of the other people who were on the ship were like, oh, they ran out of food. Like supply chain issues are, are a global thing. So, yeah. Um, and they also didn't expect so many people wanting to eat on island. So what they did was the chefs that were uh, made Caribbean and like curried goat and like iguana and like all the delicious foods that I would get on the islands. So I uh, had that. And you'll be proud of me. I had a lamb shank and prime rib for dinner. <laughs> and I didn't, stop it, Mike. I didn't eat all of it. So that way I could have it, have part of both um, for a midnight snack. But at 2.30, I was watching uh, Star Trek in bed eating a lamb shank. I was like, <laughs> Maggie. in so the next How, how month, very
1: Klingon of you.
4: They're looking at me. She's like, are you seriously fucking eating a steak? And I go, yep. And watching Star Trek. So,
3: and she, she was like, "Hey, carve me off." And we're demonetized at nine fourteen.
0: <laughs> no. Right? no, no. This first episode we're even even possibly eligible for, and and Joe Colton's taking us off the board. So remember to visit our coffee page. We picked up a new new weekly supporter this week. You'll see his name in the credits.
2: Nice. Um,
0: but yeah, the rest of you, by all means, please join join Brian. <laughs> on Coffee, link that
1: yes.
0: below. Joe Colton likes to swear.
1: And mm. uh, fourteen minutes, we had a good run.
4: I actually said "sob" under my breath, but you guys didn't catch it, so I just lit it. I up. did.
0: I is just just fair? hoping YouTube didn't. That's, a, that's yeah. all right. That's rated R, and we can get away with it. Yeah.
4: Oh, okay. So then, um, uh, two nights after that, or two nights before that, I had like cheesecake as a midnight snack after having. That's,
0: that's um, normal though, like cheesecake as a midnight snack is. A heck of a lot more. Like at two thirty. That's every episode of The Golden Girls (laughs) (laughs) at two
4: I'm definitely Sophia in The Golden Girls.
0: (laughs) Because you're so short. (laughs) Everybody (laughs) thinks
3: they're the Sophia.
0: Yeah,
1: everybody everybody
3: thinks they're the Sophia.
4: No, my group of friends, people are like, I'm a Blanche. And I'm like, no.
3: (sighs) I want to meet her. Who's the one who thinks she's Blanche?
4: Many, many think they're Blanche. (laughs)
3: I, I dare say that you're you're
0: probably really more of a Dorothy.
4: You think I'm that miserable?
0: No, I think but, That's a compliment. Look, B. Arthur is B. Arthur's of, amazing. B. Arthur's one of my smart-ass aisles. Yeah. My, my <laughs> no, that is no slight to you. Okay. But what I'm no, saying. No, I love B. Arthur. She 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 was the one who could both, you know, throw the line out there and then also be the recipient of other farms. Yes. Yes, I dare say that is the line that you walk <laughs> in
3: life as well as on our program. So, so Sarah you,
4: Dietrich is our uh, uh, is our Betty White.
3: <laughs> so would yeah, you sure. put B. Arthur at the general level or would she be a sergeant? Or I think B. Arthur is absolutely a general.
4: She's absolutely um, a general. I'm I'm just... Come
3: on, she's in a Mel Brooks movie. I'm lamenting the fact that we were at a thousand subscribers for a while and then we opened up with Golden Girls rankings. And... <laughs> Look, man. It's a great show. Which Golden Girl are you? Everybody, Sorry,
2: that was my fault.
3: Everybody
0: this, everybody watching this show either watched and is lying about it, watched it unapologetically, or had a mom or a grandma who watched it so they know it that way. Everybody knows the Golden Girls. Don't lie to me otherwise.
4: So I, I kept eating really late at night. And I had a burger one night with fries. Just, why not?
1: You're on a cruise ship. If you stop eating, they ask, Are you sick? Right. So I had a salad. The cruise ship was like run by everyone's Italian grandmother. Right. Oh yeah. You stopped eating. Why?
0: So Matt Matt Rubin has a question for you, Joe. Uh, which episode of Star Trek were you watching when you're eating the lamb shank?
4: Um um oh my god. It was yesterday's war.
1: Yesterday's Enterprise.
4: Enterprise, sorry, yes. I was like, wait, what was it? Oh no. That's bad. It's bad. It's been a long week, people.
0: Look, rack time, rack time Rob's on a Star Trek.
4: Yes. Oh, are you?
0: Well, just, I just finished watching Picard, so
4: Oh,
2: yes. We got oh. we got
1: Paramount and I'm taking advantage.
2: Okay, so uh, we got I to so see I wanted to premiere. get up
1: yeah, I haven't I haven't done the season two yet. I just, oh, just finished okay. season one. Remember
4: so we got to see the premiere of season two Picard on the ship with some of the actors.
0: Picard. Oh cool. Yeah Picard season two Picarder.
1: Careful!
2: I'm gonna keep using the swear jar. You're,
1: yeah, you're gonna you're gonna try and will that into into working, aren't you? It's a thing. That's so fetch.
2: No. <laughs> no. Garter. <laughs> no. I would have huh?
3: to say uh my cruise MVP is probably William <laughs> for not dying. <laughs> no, 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 because he ditched his Klingon before the cruise.
2: Hey! Oh! Hey! Does that count? Little inside, it counts. It
3: counts. Down it down. Little inside sports there, I've been sitting on that for like five minutes.
0: So, Torpedo 83 now. sharing
1: our opinion on lower decks.
4: He found yeah. a better Klingon.
0: No, ain't hard. Uh, low, yeah, we have. We, I've, I've, I've been watching lower decks too, so been, uh, even I'm technically on a Star Trek kick. Lower yeah. decks two, Picarder. Picarder, no,
2: oh no, god,
0: no, works That'll even be. less.
2: All right. So-
0: <laughs> You laughed at Picarder the first hundred times I said it, so don't lie.
1: Uh, it was 10 o'clock at night, and with the week I've had, if it wasn't some kid
0: screaming, I was like, hey, that's amusing. Ah, <laughs> ah, Picarder. Anyways, uh, we do actually have some news this week. Do, 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 do. I, I'm not, Wait for it. I'm, I appreciate your enthusiasm, but let me finish. It's been two whole weeks. She, and she just had to let that out. Right? Woo. I mean, again, I appreciate your enthusiasm here, but settle, settle, Joe. Plus, there's going to be baseball. That's, I know that has Joe Colton fired up.
4: <laughs> the football has me fired up. Why? Why would you trade for the like fucking NFL? Why? <laughs> <fired.
2: laughs>
1: Speaking as this from where he
3: just came from, enjoy. Oh man, <laughs>
2: where did you don't he come root, from?
3: You don't, root the Colts? The, you don't root for the commanders, do you? The commodes,
2: <laughs> no,
3: there's no worse curse in sports than a bad owner. You can't play the owner.
0: That sounds like an 80s Yankee fan talking.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. we know that pain. So, anyways, uh, it's time for the news.
4: Do-do-do-do-do-do. Thank
0: you. <laughs> Very Carson Wentz of you. Right. right. Below a minimum. Somehow still acceptable. Yeah. So first news item. Uh, call Sign Longbow released Ooh. at the beginning of the week. Uh, we remember uh, Troy and John coming on board and talking to us a couple months back. Yep. We are waiting for their... Uh, their their Kickstarter to get going sometime this spring uh, they did release some images of their upcoming free digital comic which will be connected to that Uh, that is from Broken Icon Uh, as see there the action figure Kickstarter is coming soon you can follow them on Facebook at Call Sign Longbow or on there if you're not on Facebook cslongbow.com so be sure to check all that out some neat images from the upcoming book that book will be free
3: so, and we thought they were going retro with Russians as the villains. No, who knew? <laughs>
0: I, I dare say, just ahead of the curve.
3: Yep, they know. They know what's up.
1: Hey, the classics always come back.
3: Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Randy Orton betraying a partner. Whoa! Oh.
0: <laughs> At some point, he's going to break poor Matt Riddle's heart. But yes, he is. But in the meantime, let's just all enjoy the magic of RK-Bro.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, next news item.
2: Doot, 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 doot.
0: There we go. Now we're back in sync. Now we got it going. We need one more to be in sync. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just another <laughs> weekly reminder here that GI Joe and España <laughs> is uh, taking pre-orders now. It is eight full-color volumes detailing the history of GI Joe in Spain. Uh, plus you do get a free collector's case to hold those eight mm-hmm. volumes. Uh you it is uh, I forget what the price on it is. We just Quanto cuesta. Quanto cuesta. Website is there on the page com. Just remember you are ordering internationally because you're probably not in Spain. And uh, there you go. Quanto cuesta?
3: Tres and
2: I, <laughs> I, I'll court, I
0: can I could do with less bad Russian '80s nostalgia right now. <laughs> as, we all, right, as, as we all head outside and scream "Wolverines," but <laughs> yeah, it's uh. <clears throat> anyways, back to the point at hand. Las cucarachas entran, pero no se salir. Nice. So anyways, uh, that's roaches check in, but they don't check out. But, uh, that's that's the only thing I can say. In Spanish fluently. Uh, earlier this week, I was I was uh, uh, Rob and I watched the movie Convoy because we were into self torture. Uh, we watched it like twenty five minutes at a time because that movie's so bad. Oh! But, but the thumbnail that it gave us on YouTube was the the Spanish thumbnail, so it had the mo- the, the movie title as Comboyo. So I started trying to decipher the lyrics to the song Convoy into Spanish and fixing it into the it, it didn't go very well.
2: I
1: Still better
0: than the movie. <clears throat> yeah. 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 That's a terrible movie. That's a... And apparently the original cut was three hours and 40 minutes long. Oof. So yeah, in case anybody was ever wondering about the Chris Christopherson classic Convoy. Uh, be sure to hit us up at whatsonjoe mine at gmail.com before we expunge it from our memory somewhere yeah. in four to five days. Recommended for Bert Young enthusiasts. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Both of you. Hey, again, he was in Back to School, so nothing but love for Bert Young. Yeah. Next news item. Doot, 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 doot. All right. Uh, earlier today. Some details were dropped on the G.I. Joe Young Adult Novel, the G.I. Joe Classified Young Adult Novel that we first heard about a while ago. Hmm. Uh, It's by author Kelly Scavron, available on July 26th from Amazon. Uh, I'll get a link to it up in the down below. I didn't have a chance to get there yet. Uh, But again, pre-orders are up on the site now. I will go ahead and read the preview, uh, preview text. When Stan's mom gets the job offer of a lifetime at a cutting-edge tech company, Stan packs his bags and exchanges Chicago for Springfield, home to the secretive tech behemoth, Decobre Industries. Saying goodbye to big city life is only the first challenge Stan faces in moving to Springfield, a town that's eerily under the thumb of his mother's powerful employer. Decobre has its hand in everything, including the Liar XR augmented reality headsets, that Stan and his fellow students at Springfield Academy are asked to beta test. At first, Stan loves his headset, date on his classmates at his fingertips, and the Liars' custom filters make school sort of fun. But then he meets Scarlett, Ichino Zorome, and Julian, and his new friends show him there's a lot more going on behind DeCobre's flashy tech. When several kids go missing at school, Stan and his friends set out to uncover the truth behind the devices. But the further they dig the more sinister the conspiracy at the heart of their town appears. Dun, dun, dong. And yeah, that is for ages 8 to 12 years old, 256 pages. Uh, pre-order price is a discounted $13.49. You're saving 10% if you order now. Uh, regular price is $14.99, so it's not going to break the bank either way. Also available as a Kindle ebook. book uh, But again, that is going to pop out for you on Tuesday, July 26th. So there is the, the preview for the G.I. Joe classified book one young adult novel.
3: You know what I noticed about that cover? Yes. Scarlet's right-handed. Just saying.
4: <laughs> and they have feet?
3: They have feet. <laughs> Covered not by Rob Leffel. Scarlet's showing off her feet. Famous. right?
4: She's... Look at the bottom of that foot.
3: Right? Pow! She's got soul. Hey, it can't be, you know, it's not anything, anything is good for the brand. So let's hope it's quality.
2: Absolutely. I know
1: DC's made a lot of inroads on their young adult stuff, so it's, you know, it could be done. This is a big market.
0: Look, ages 8 to 12 for the reading class. This is exactly who we need to get into G.I. Joe. Oh, yeah. This is the group of people that being, them being interested in G.I. Joe
3: means we get to have our G.I. Joe. So, yes. what was the last thing they put out that was aimed really towards you? Renegades?
0: Uh, renegades.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. I would say Renegades is, is pretty pretty all ages appropriate. So yeah, renegades. If only people could have seen
3: it. It went bad.
0: It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Best rated show on a network that nobody could get. That's it. It's like being the nicest
3: guy in prison. <laughs> Copyright Jim Cornette.
0: Uh, Cornelius McGillicutty does have the hot take. If that novel doesn't end in, in Now You Know and knowing is half the battle, then the book
3: will be trash. Well, you know what? It's hard to argue with that. I can just see Snake Eyes saying that in the last paragraph.
2: <laughs>
0: so bitter. <laughs> oh, wait. Joe Colton, you're sending me news. Sending news during the show. Ooh, breaking. Well, breaking.
2: I don't
4: know if I don't know Wait. if they're breaking.
3: We need a different sound for that. Maybe it's broken. Maybe maybe it's broken. It's
4: five it's five year it's five uh, hours old.
0: Okay, let me see if I can open this up without breaking the yes. without breaking the uh, do, 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 do. Uh, Discuss amongst yourselves. Actually, next news. Next, no, we don't have another. We don't have another news item. That's the last news this item. This is it. so, the yeah. Breaking news item is our last news item.
4: Okay. Do you want me to let, just?
0: Let me. Let me see if I can get that up. Hang on. It takes me a second.
3: Okay. I'm digging the, the comment. The I like
4: hand puppets.
2: So you... <laughs>
3: hey, I'm digging White uh, Vegeta's comment on is that Scarlet the same Scarlet O'Hara? Well, karate kick, red hair, right handed. I'm gonna say yes.
2: Yeah, right could Cause be
3: Cause that, that's they didn't is. they didn't let her bring her crossbow to school, but
1: most most schools this
0: will time. frown on such a thing.
3: This time. Yeah.
1: What are you Maybe doing?
3: she can make one in shop class. What Maybe. was the, now now pardon me? I, I hope I'm not being uh, you know correct here, but one of the guys' names is Tigenzu or something on this? On uh, that and no, his no. three friends, it's Scarlet, Teginzu, and it's Scarlet, Julian,
0: and Damn it, Mark.
3: <laughs> I just
0: I thought I misheard you. And uh Ichino. Oh
3: Suzuki.
4: I'm not <sighs> Mark. <laughs> what? I wasn't gonna mark you down.
2: Is that Six. good or bad? <laughs>
0: So, Anyways, uh, Adi Shankar wants to make the Transformers G.I. Joe crossover movie. This is off comicbook.com, so brain yeah. assault time. Yep. yep. Um, he
4: is the guy that is behind uh, Castlevania.
0: Yes. Adi Shankar, the visionary behind the bootleg uh-huh. universe brand and hit series like Netflix Castlevania, has another wild, passionate project in mind, getting that G.I. Joe Transformers crossover movie up on the screen. Shankar is currently launching his new superhero satire series, The Guardians of Justice, on Netflix, and has allowed him to truly embrace the nostalgia love of the bootleg universe brand in the biggest way yet. However, for an entire generation of 80s and 90s kids and the new generation of 2000s moviegoers, G.I. Joe and Transformers would be the ultimate nostalgia mashup. What it? No. No. Yeah. And and again, all apologies to folks who, who Want to see this happen? I hope it does and, and you enjoy it. But uh, by all means, if you want to check out that full article, it's comicbook.com and just just it's reasonably new, it should still be on the front page. Um, but just GI Joe and Transformers are both such deep franchises on their own
2: mm-hmm.
0: that one 90 minute or 100 minute movie just isn't going to do service to either. To me, again, if that's if it's your thing and that's just all you want to see and you want your 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 hour and a half, two hours of popcorn movie. By all means, go for it, but don't expect it to be the uh, the end all, be all achievement that you that you wanted it to be. I
1: mean, plus this is this isn't
3: saying it's going to happen. Just that this guy, hey, I'd like to do one if you do it.
2: Yeah,
3: I love both of those brands, and there has been brands that came out at the same time. Most cover your ears, Joe. Most Joe fans are Transformers fans somewhere down the line and most transformers fans are joe fans somewhere down the line but this crossover never really worked for me because i couldn't really swallow that the joes could do much damage to these gigantic robots and i didn't i didn't much like the idea of my favorite toy being you know ancillary being a secondary bit being like oh man Bumblebee just stepped on destro baroness and major blood they're all dead (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right damn G.I. Joe had a hard time killing him the bubble bee man
0: it's a bit fatalist
3: he's hardcore
0: but uh, like, right. like like chocolate and, uh, and guacamole two great tastes best left far far apart I agree
4: you can make guacamole bread or avocado bread
0: yeah, that's I mean, good yeah it is good very good, good. avocado bread's fantastic and easy <clears throat> too mm-hmm I'm surprised that you would say that, knowing as it's baking. So that's like an instant fight. Like if you say the word, it's alchemy.
1: No, no,
4: I can do bread making. I can't do anything else.
0: Okay, because I like when you say the word bake. Don't the sprinklers just come on?
4: (laughs) (laughs) The ones like hissing. I'm getting ready. Don't you dare bake.
0: The the fire department's
1: immediately
3: on on yellow alert.
4: There's dogs howling somewhere.
3: Yeah, Joe's little-known nickname of Cookie Monster, and not in that way.
4: Yeah. <laughs> no. Although I do eat a lot of cookies.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, in that way it works, but yeah. it's it's more like uh, the the
0: Frankenstein of cookies. Anyways, let, let's let you do your thing here. That's the news.
2: Do, 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 do.
0: Yay! Woo! Thank you for breaking news, Joe Golden. You're welcome. Nor, normally, I, uh, I, you guys. I, I don't want to I don't want to seem like I'm slinging mud here, but you guys usually don't, uh,
3: you know, contribute a whole lot of news content. I take that personally. Look, it just changed my whole evening because we just had breaking news. So we'll be on here live <laughs> for the next three hours.
0: Yeah. David that says avocado bread isn't baking. Avocado bread is not the same as avocado toast. Yeah, We're true.
4: Avocado toast. True.
0: Avocado bread is something you can bake. I have baked it. It's delicious.
4: Yes. It is delicious.
0: It's mixed in the dough. And most of it is the dough because avocado is uh, has a lot of protein and a lot of natural fat, so you don't even add any butter or anything like that. It's very easy. No milk and no butter. Very easy. Even Joe Colton can do it. That's
3: how easy avocado bread is. So this is our Golden girl Star Trek And baking, Um, avocado, bread baking club. Be be sure to support your local PBS station. (laughs) We got a a thousand subscribers, and the show went to hell. (laughs) Remember, Facebook, thousand subscribers.
0: Go ahead, leave us a a thumbs up, give us a heart, give us a little huggy guy, Uh, or a a thumbs down.
3: Give us a loaf of avocado
0: bread. Uh, We love avocado (laughs) bread. That integration a little bit. If you're watching us on YouTube tonight, uh, give us a thumbs up. Despite your best efforts, uh, subscribe to the channel for more hot avocado bread content. So,
4: so the next time we reach a thousand subscribers, he should not tell us. <laughs>
3: <laughs> when we when we reach two thousand subscribers, the whole show is about Diana Davis's cat. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like or puppies. Why, I like
3: cats.
0: Why wait for two thousand?
2: Oh my god!
0: Anyway, But um, mm-hmm.
2: there
0: we go. See that she's she's with us.
2: That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Four
0: news about my cat. <laughs> <laughs>
4: so. I love you, Diana.
0: <laughs> Brent Anderson, he's on board with us too. Avocado. Go, red There you go. Slight, a-
3: change, slight change in format. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, we're we'll thin on building. news
4: this week, right? Yeah. We're on news. In a couple of weeks, we'll have a lot more.
1: Maybe next American week. Figures we, order, we pre-ordered last week won't be in until the next
0: lunar you know, eclipse. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> let's get back to it and get into the community calendar.
4: All right, let's do that.
0: We do have a large uh, breakdown segment after this, uh, after all. But uh, tomorrow, March 12th, you're in the Pittsburgh area, head Ooh. on out to the It's Too Groovy toy show. Thanks to Matt Rubin for the heads up here. That is at the St. John the Baptist Cathedral in Munhall, Pennsylvania. Uh, 10 to 3 $5 admission. They do have a YouTube or a, rather a Facebook page, a YouTube page, a Facebook page. If you absolutely need more details. Again, this is real short notice. I apologize. But, hey, I only there's only one of me. So I appreciate it. Uh, uh, everybody who sends in stuff for community calendar. Diana Davis asks, can you mention TFCon that weekend in Burbank? Send me an email, unless it's this weekend. Then just put it in the live chat and I'll put it on the screen. So uh, also on Sunday, if you're in the Toy St. Louis Man. area, we talked about it last week, Toyman Show, one of its seven dates uh, for the year at the Machinist Hall in Bridgeton up in the northwest part of town. I will personally vouch for Toyman show. It is a treasure trove of stuff. Uh, whether it's Joe stuff is kind of hit or miss. but if you can't find something at Toyman show that either you have to have or you you want to talk about afterwards or you have to look up on your phone or I mean it's 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 like part show and part museum. it's it's awesome. you need to get out there. Uh, five dollar admission there kids under 16 are free. A $12 VIP early access for that extra hour. It's where the big kids go to play.
4: Was it Toy Man Show at, for all iterations of it during the year?
0: Yes. Yes. Oh, all right. And you can look them up online, too. You get the full schedule at toymanshow.com.
3: It is the Toy Man, how do you say, I-S, ah, yes. The show. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, no, no. Too much toys. Too much
0: Next week, it's Toylanta, March 18 to 20 at the Hilton Hotel and Conference Center in Marietta, Georgia. Uh, you can get more details there at toylanta.com. Toylanta is a big show. Uh, one of the big G.I. Joe shows, too, uh, formerly Joe Lanta, uh, but they've expanded to to encompass a bit more. Uh, again, all the admission information and, and uh, pre-sale tickets, uh, all at toylanta.com, so check that out if you're anywhere close to the south. Toyland is a must. And similarly, next weekend on Sunday, March 20th, is the Columbus Toy and Game Show. Uh, we had a big discussion last week about Dickie Beard. Um, Joe probably got a couple of them on, on the cruise ship. Uh, but admission $10, early buyer $14. Um, go ahead and check that out. Again, if you're anywhere around Columbus, Ohio, this is a big show, regardless of what you're collecting. There's going to be something there, uh, and there's also going to be Dicky Beer. So uh, check that out. That is at ctspromotions.com. If you need more details, there.
4: Oh, you <laughs> missed one.
0: What's what? I miss
4: GalaxyCon next weekend in Richmond, Virginia.
0: Well, nobody tells me about these things. Oh, we weren't invited. Sorry. So what's what's the website for folks wanting to check out GalaxyCon?
4: Um I think it's I think it's just Galaxycon.
3: It's alt dot Yeah,
4: it's galaxycon.com. It's in Richmond, Virginia. Um it is what is it? Uh March 18th to the 20th at the Greater Richmond Convention Center. And so tickets, at least we can get it on next weekend show. Yeah. Tickets are uh, two-day passes are 80 bucks, three-day passes are 100 bucks. And it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and you can even get single-day passes. I'm just full of information on this
2: one.
0: Right? You're holding out wow. on me. I'll, I'll put anything just about into the into the community calendar, but you have to yeah. let me know. Yes. Because there's so many shows that I can't possibly catch them all.
4: Right. So uh, the finest will have a table there, and I will be possibly interviewing some G.I. Joe cosplayers.
0: All right. Uh, TF Con is in Los Angeles that is starting today apparently at the Los Angeles Marriott so if you are out in that neighborhood out in that neck of the woods stop in say hi to Diana Davis buy buy her and Colin a drink and uh and and and, uh, and then yeah maybe the dogs too who knows but yeah it's a it's a big weekend in Burbank she'll be there with her Saturday morning books to Get voice actors to sign them. So there you go. Sounds like a plan. Hang out, hang out by the voice talent, beat yourself a Diana. Buy us drinks. (laughs) I know what it's about. And so, uh, (laughs) please interview Snake Eyes cosplayers. Good job there, Carly. (laughs) I I always wonder because. I, the, my Our joke with Bill Ratner is that I was the voice of Snake Eyes on the old uh, Sunbow cartoon. So I wonder how the others would deal with that joke.
2: <laughs> I don't want to do that.
3: I wonder if
0: they would take it with the good humor that he did.
3: It's confusing now that he talks and everything, but, but our <laughs> hero's not necessarily <laughs> that heroic.
0: <laughs> dun, 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 dun.
4: He hasn't taken his oath yet. <laughs>
0: Oh, both. Fooey. Ah! So uh, we'll be right back after this word from our sponsors.
2: <laughs>
0: be Join us in thirty, will you?
2: Yes. We
3: buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys: GI Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from twelve to five. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek
2: on! All
0: right. Kokomo Con was last weekend, so can't do that. But you can always go to Kokomo Toys. There's always a little convention on Saturdays in Kokomo. Yeah. A
3: lot of Bosque on that shelf. Right. A lot of Bosque. That's why they were only ten bucks. That's and one. Out, An outside slumped against the wall. Dengar will bounty hunt for food. The only <laughs> hobo bounty hunter.
0: <laughs> boss, they're they're trying to get Dave Draper in the door by having so much boss. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, that brings us to our our the meat of today's program, the much anticipated, the giant lamb shank for today. Today's giant lamb shank. The 1984 character tier list, as you can see down below, 19 characters
2: for this Ooh. year. So
0: an increase over the 16 from each of the first two years for the brand. Mark Weber, any thoughts on 1984 as a whole before we get started?
3: I mean, it's a big year, right? Not, not just talking about the number of characters, but look at the heavyweights in here, right? Yes. This is...
2: It's a lot. I
3: mean, I mean, the the first year is seismic because it didn't exist before, right? Right. And then the second year, you have the, the swivel arms fully into it and a lot more vehicles and bad guy vehicles and a lot of innovation in year two. But, man, year three is like when it's it's just flexing like crazy. There's so much wind in 1984. So
0: 1984 uh, is when G.I. Joe went from toy to cultural phenomenon.
3: Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just you know they, they put out figures that weren't even articulated, and they, people were happy with them. So, <laughs> well, kind of, yeah. sort of, mm, kind of. Well, I mean, some articulation. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> I mean, if you crack that bubble helmet,
3: maybe his head moved. I don't know. I guess it probably did, but anyway, I don't know. this is a big year, and one of Joe's favorites <laughs> hiding in there. I see. Oh him, yeah, you know, he's winking at her.
0: If you're catching this for the first time, obviously, God. we are taking the characters who were initially released in 1984. We were putting them onto tiers. Uh, general characters are the, the signature characters for the brand. Major are, I mean, for lack of a better term, major characters who don't quite have that, that, that uh, cultural relevance, uh, but are very important to the G.I. Joe story sergeant are the ones who are maybe a step below that they're they're folks who you see a lot of but eh, if they were there they're pretty interchangeable with other characters on the same anyways you know a sergeant when you see a sergeant corporals are the ones who showed up a lot but didn't do anything and then privates are the one that eh, nobody really remembers except yeah. for us because we're total geeks So they're gone right and uh we've done this for 1982 we've done this for 1983 there is a playlist for these episodes on our our page so if you want to see those, by all means head on over to the what's on Joe Vine YouTube page and check them out because when, when we get them all done, they will all be on the playlist together. Uh, we're not going to do every year through nineteen ninety-four, because that would be silly at a certain point.
1: Awful lot of privates after about nineteen ninety four awful lot
0: of privates at a certain point, yes. Especially and, the nineties. And we're 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 not akin to showing people our privates. Hmm. So not for free. Right. Definitely definite, definite monetization. That's it. Right. So yeah, we'll have to wait for till we can do super chats for that. So we do them in alphabetical order, and the first order of business for 1984 is the Baroness. Woo! And I don't think we have to debate the first order of business. I think we so can go ahead and take the Baroness and just drop her right up on that general line as one of the main three bad guys for the entire line. Yeah. I I dare say she's the number two bad guy for the entire.
2: Yeah. line.
3: It's just—it's a little jarring to see a photo of the Baroness on the internet, fully clothed. But trying we'll to go, try we'll to carry on. with it. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, there's so much. There's so much wretched Baroness art out there. Oh. It's embarrassing. Joe Self wants to remind
0: everyone that these are the definitive rankings, and he is oh. absolutely correct. Uh, these rankings are completely infallible. Except no substitutes. Yeah. Except no substitutes.
4: Whatever'll make you remember,
0: <laughs> well, Joe Colton. Um, yeah, your first GI Joe cosplay was
4: yeah Baroness. All
0: right, so, what? Give us your thoughts.
4: Um, she's top three. She's amazing. She's her gear is great. Um, the. When I, when I was little and I had seen the figure, I was like, she has to be evil. It's all black, black hair, black glasses. Um, you know, she looks like she could be okay, but she's really not. And, like, even as a little kid, you knew, like, she was a bad person. So, I liked her. I don't know. <laughs> right.
0: not, not to mention a character that was created in the comic books. Yes. And worked her way into the rest of the lore on the popularity of that comic book appear
2: those comics yes
4: books. i wonder what they thought back then if she would actually last as long as she did when they first created her if she, if she was just going to be like a a one or two three episodes and then like do you know what i mean like if she her longevity because some of these characters have fallen off and then come back and then fallen off and like not come back so
0: and, yeah so the 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 baroness um is that yeah. that rare combination of character and sex appeal.
4: Yes. That has and mysteriousness.
0: Yeah, that has just stuck in in the world's head since she popped up. So absolutely right. absolutely a general. Yes. Uh, not not a lot of debate there. So that brings us to our second one. And that would be Blowtorch, as you can see by his his bright yellow helmet. Uh Blowtorch well, we didn't see a whole lot of him in the comic. We saw a little bit of him on the cartoon where he was inexplicably very Irish. <laughs>
3: From Tampa. In, yeah.
1: in, in his defense, the last name is Irish. <laughs> look, being of Irish in Tampa. And being
3: Irish
0: are two yeah. different
1: things. <laughs> yeah, but at least, you know, it's you know.
0: But uh we uh we it's always like la- clutches jersey twang. I I always laugh at at the the uh, the episode Red Rockets Glare because that's Blowtorch's big moment, right? Like the uh, the Joes, the Ricando and Roadblock and Blowtorch are leading a, a a regiment and they're knocking over Destro's secret lab in the jungle. And it's it's Blowtorch who breaks free and gets behind the lines and chases Destro out of the lab and almost catches him and just, just comes this close to, to just ending the episode right there. And the reward for that is they send Roadblock and Rakondo on two weeks of League. Blowtorch is never seen again in the episode. He's the big hero, and he got nothing. He got Lucas. Uh, so I would say just because he he did show up on the cartoon and did have a, a distinctive uh, voice as supplied by Michael Bell and did occasionally have moments like that, I, I think Blowtorch goes in the corporal line. I don't see him... Much else. anybody have anything to add on blowtorch?
1: I agree with that. I mean, his color scheme just makes him stand out whenever he shows up, anyway. So you oh. know he's got that going for him, and you know he's got a a, a rather dynamic weapon. So he's you're going to remember not a him.
4: Private. Yeah, he's definitely not a private.
1: Yeah, but I, I think this is this is where he's at. I think he's he not a got, sergeant.
3: He would have got more play except he's a flamethrower, and I'm yeah. guessing they didn't want to have.
2: A guy kids playing with
3: fire. fire that much with on a kids cartoon and I mean that's a terrifying weapon right when they're all yeah. shooting laser guns and for him to be effective with his weapon of choice he actually has to be burning people to death
0: I mean he'd so, have made sergeant but Ritz Murphy says it he let Esther get away yeah. yeah yeah,
3: yeah. but he does have one of the most oft repeated catchphrases in G.I. Joe history pork chop sandwich pork chop sandwich <laughs> so yeah corporal for for how important he is and how cool he was and revolutionary he was but yeah he just he just never got got
0: according to to kirk bazigian when i talked to him once he said that blowtorch was one of the best-selling figures ever Mm -hmm.
3: oh he sticks out yeah he's a cool cool looking figure i wish they could have done even as a kid i wish they could have done the mask a little better just that it doesn't look like there's view plate in front of the eyes, right? It just looks like they put a GIMP mask on him and gave him a flamethrower and said, right. Good luck, Tim.
0: Even if it was just a, a black paint deco there, yeah. You know? just yeah. Some... Yeah. Oh well, what can you do? It's 30 years ago, right?
3: Yeah, it's easy enough to t- I could customize that. <laughs> Maybe.
0: Maybe you can <laughs> do a video on it. It's a good idea. Anyways, uh, that brings us to tan clutch. I know uh, Clutch's ranking is one that rankled a lot of folks. We put him at the low end of Major back in 1982. Now, Tan Clutch, I'm not going to put him there because Mm-mm. except for the cartoon, you never saw Tan Clutch anywhere else. But uh, ta- but is Tan Clutch another character? It's still Clutch. Yeah, it's still Clutch, but it, it just, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. I, I just don't think that, like, there's some some characters get to be big enough that I don't think that what, what suit they're wearing matters and and like roadblocks in that category like it doesn't matter what clothes roadblock is wearing roadblock is roadblock but like and they put him in all the different uniforms and stuff as time went on but like clutch that never changed his uniform like he just whatever it's green there's a
3: difference at least visually between roadblock one and roadblock two but clutch one and clutch two Uh, it's a repaint same shirt different color
0: right and, and we did uh, we did have Grunt as a corporal in 1982, and then made Tan Grunt a private. Oh, true. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't uh, I don't I don't have a problem there. I, I don't think uh, I don't think Tan Clutch is is getting us it because it didn't do anything to change the character at all, and that's really the only thing we can judge on a on a repaint like this. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pop him just just get an entry on the private line because there aren't going to be many of those for 1984. I don't think. Yeah. Let's get him on it.
3: That's not a statement on clutch. That's a statement on his shirt.
0: Right, right. This is laundry.
2: Yeah.
0: This well, iteration uh, of clutch. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, we have the Cobra water moccasin Pilot, Copperhead, and Mark Weber. I, I have, I have not gone to you yet in this segment. We're on the fourth figure, so there's obviously something wrong with me. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and and start the discussion on Copperhead?
3: I liked Topperhead, just the idea of a, of a, you know, kind of a musclehead guy. Um, the, the thing he came with was cool, but it wasn't too expensive. So nobody was priced out. Almost any kid could have gotten the water moccasin, at mm-hmm. least as a birthday present or, or something like that. Uh, the idea that he was, a, he was a real dude who may have had gambling debts that forced him into covert service. There's a little, uh, a little bit of depth there that I like that you didn't often get. Uh, in the villain file cards. So the fact that this felt like it was, you know, an actual guy, uh, I always gave him credit for. But hmm, I'm trying to think of a defining moment or, you know, in the entertainment or in the comic where you're like, oh yeah, that was when he really stood out. And I don't think he ever got that, or I can't remember it anyway. Even though I thought he probably deserved one and could have had one, he just always felt like he should have. No, I'm not ripping Copperhead, but not that he should have done more, but that he was capable of more and never quite got that spotlight. Joe Colton, anything to add to that?
2: Nope.
0: I'm going to real quick interject on clutch real quick. Travis Moody says, Tan clutch is a private, regular clutch is a sergeant. Incorrect. Regular clutch is a major. That's on the previous episode. And remember, that list is definitive. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyhow. So
0: yes, yes, yes. That's kind of the part we play. Uh, Racktime Rob, you got anything for Copperhead? No, not
1: really. No comic appearances whatsoever. Cool figure, comes with a cool boat. A little bit of interest on the cartoon, you know, to make him, you know, a little bit of notice.
3: He's probably about a corporal. I like he, he like, was he was a little bit hard to fit in the cockpit on his own boat, was. yeah. Which made you think, wow, this guy's pretty beefy, right?
0: I loved Copperhead. I would I I used to drag him out even when we we didn't do anything with the water moccasin, uh, just because he had so much character as a figure. I love playing with him, but
3: he's a corporal. Yeah, he's got a little flavor, but in the end, just not enough, uh, not enough pull. So it brings us
0: to Cutter. Now, I, I do want to say that we we're going to expunge any of the terrible memories that that Joe's friend William has created about Cutter, and it's <laughs> not going to be a part of our, of our evaluation here.
1: We won't. We won't punish the character.
2: Right.
4: I'd like it to be a private, please. <laughs> <laughs> not even on the board, if possible. But I'll take private.
1: That's not gonna happen.
4: Come on, he's not that uh, kind of character. No.
3: Skip a stone from
0: Kansas. Mean? So, uh, Skip a stone. Ragtime Rob. Why don't you, as somebody who had Cutter as a kid, why don't you go ahead and leap in on this? one?
1: I mean, Cutter has some, some, uh, some decent moments in the comic. Decent moments in the cartoon. Uh,
4: Volleyball coach.
1: Actually, I think it's swim coach. But anyway, um, uh,
0: yeah, important.
1: Yeah. But, you know, a, a lot of them have to do with the fact that he's driving the whale and the mm-hmm. whale. Let's just put it is the whales. The, the biggest kick ass vehicle, you know,
3: of the early days of Joe. So. I agree with Rob. I think he gets most of his cred from his ride. Right.
1: He, he's kind of yeah. like Ace in that respect, where he gets yeah. a lot of cred. The fact that, you know, Ace was, Ace had the Sky Striker and the Sky Striker was cool. Cutter came with the hovercraft and the hovercraft was cool.
0: Yeah. And, and I think that Ace, I think we put Ace as a sergeant, right? Yeah. I so. Yeah. I yeah. So was, I don't think, I don't think Cutter's better than that. Yeah. So yeah no, oh. I, I certainly don't. And I, I don't think he's, I don't think he's even on level with that.
3: Mm-mm.
0: Um, So I would, I would put him as a corporal and then I would dock him one. Because he's got a Red Sox hat.
3: Yeah, now we're talking. We're gonna put him right <laughs> there. No, we're not gonna put him right there.
0: So um, Boston's
3: in Boston's in fifth place.
0: As and they should be. Put him on the corporal line. Uh, although that, at least
1: Boston has the at least Boston has the honesty to not to not cry poor, but yet take in more from revenue sharing than they spend on salary. Tampa! That's true.
0: Right but uh but yeah cutter cutter's great and i i he's he's very much he's very much the joe's version of copperhead isn't he yeah like there's a lot of personality there that they just never
3: explored it's right? just, it always struck me as funky that he's this big sea captain guy but he's got this giant orange life preserver on him, right this big vest like like he just knows something bad might happen
0: I I that it's
3: maybe realistic, but there's a lot
0: of missiles on that on that hovercraft. People are shooting at him. (laughs) Yeah, understands the game. I suppose
3: people are shooting at him. Maybe if he had a big inflatable rubber ducky around his waist too, and swim flippers, and like I know this is going to end badly. (laughs) Well, that's that's really pessimistic.
1: A (laughs) life jacket is just being prepared.
0: Why getting he getting the full Deep Sea gear on your boat, on, that's right? just pessimism to its <laughs> highest order. So speak, speaking of hitting the drink, that brings us to everybody's favorite egg-shaped G.I. Joe, Deep Six. Mm.
1: Deep Little old Humpty
0: Sh- Dumpty. Dope. Now, this is, and I will stand by this, the worst figure that ever was put out with the label G.I. Joe attached to it. Um, that's probably not true because there's those PepsiNet ones from India that don't have any real. So it's better than those. But anyways, this is the worst of the classic real American hero line, eighty-two to ninety-four. He's the worst. He has two per- points of articulation. It's terrible.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. Now on the cartoon, Deep Six was pretty great. He was a, kind of a jerk. Um. He was a pessimist. He was dour. Um, he's one of the
1: he's one of the few like Joe's whose like personality, like from the file card and the comic, actually carries into the cartoon. He'd just rather be alone.
3: Yeah, which he was in every kid's toy bin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I, the, the total lack of articulation on the shark, a <coughs> uh, uh, deep
0: six, really hurts the shark too as a toy. So right, it, it, <coughs> deep six was the only character that would fit right in the shark. So despite yeah. the fact that the, the cartoon had the shark flying all over the place, like the toy was was really really hindered because it would just like deep six. We would when we played with deep six, he went in the shark and he never came out. Yeah. Right.
3: So, and the shark, as cool as the shark is, and the idea of it, the fact that nobody could sit in it and look like they were actually piloting it. Is a massive drawback, along with that flimsy ass windshield end or cockpit end that broke. It yeah, it's it. a real
0: fail. I mean, you could, you could kind of, you know, you could kind of, if you put your laid your figures on their stomach and put their arms underneath them like like this, they could kind of sit in the in the shark, but nobody really fit in the thing, so it it, and, it really just and, sli- like,
3: and slide around like crazy if you moved it at all. Right? Yeah. It was just it was a shoebox cockpit
0: stunk. Michael Mercy throws it out there. Ever seen a mega viper? Yes. And I take a mega viper over deep six. I gotta
3: imagine when kids took all their Joes out of the toy box and intentionally left deep six and then closed the toy box. The remaining Star Wars figures in there were like, Look at this guy. What a <laughs> chump. <laughs> no, hey, as- hey big boy, sit up.
1: No. As- R two D two spinning his head just to show off the one
0: I, more point of articulation.
3: R two D two is like you suck.
0: <laughs> he probably was. R two is yeah. a foul mouthed little guy.
3: <laughs> so uh,
0: I I'm gonna put Deep Six on the corporal line because he's an awful toy, but he is a really memorable character. He got some Ooh. run in the comic. He got some run in the cartoon. He hasn't really been seen since, and I think that. Like if if blowtorch is a corporal, then deep six is a corporal. Right. And, and deep so- six is that rare that rare character. Better figures came later. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. It's true. It's true.
0: The, the other deep six will probably made maybe may probably the same because end of yeah. the day, never. But anyways, somebody talk me out of that now, otherwise I'll leave him on the corporal. That's fine. I just like the
3: idea that somebody years later pitched deep six volume two. And got it
0: through, right? Like we we got to make this guy with legs.
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. That's a good. All argument. new. Low bar. It'll be much better.
0: <laughs> and uh, deep six version two is a pretty good figure. I like him. Not bad. I'll get to him. But, <laughs> anyways, that brings us to Duke. I mean, uh, yeah. Not a lot of debate here either, is there? No. No, Joe Cole. Why don't you talk about Duke for a second?
4: He's Diana Davis's favorite character. He's okay, quite that's, handsome.
0: That's the first thing we got to talk about. <laughs> yes, she's in
1: the chat. Yes. All right, fair enough.
4: Quite handsome, good leader,
2: a man golden of boy,
4: man of action,
2: man
4: of action. <laughs> totally, totally. Uh,
1: no, Relatable
4: to the average American?
1: Becomes
0: the face of the franchise. Becomes yeah. the
4: face of the franchise?
0: Yeah, I I think the fact that it's... it's the golden boy? He doesn't answer to anybody but Snake Eyes in regards to <laughs> being a G.I. Joe character. So why don't we just go ahead and just take Duke and just drive him right <laughs> up. Yeah, let's just put him right up there. <laughs> there Next to go. his movie girlfriend, the Baroness.
4: Right. That's right. Baroness, let's by let's the way. If we're going movie, Baroness.
0: Right. He's in that small group with with Destro and Steeler. (laughs) All right. Great man. (laughs) That brings us to Firefly. Mm, Here's an interesting one. Yeah, we we might have, have something here. So Firefly is one of those characters he Comic book cartoon. He, he he pops up again in Sigma Six and has a pretty big role.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he never really left Goes the away. Line once he was introduced, but there were a lot of lot of runs in there where he didn't have a bunch to do. Uh, he kept getting dragged back out for repaints and remolds and and what have you in the figure line too. So clearly, Firefly is popular and has some kind of an effect. But mm-hmm. I, I want you guys to to give an idea on where he sits on here. Why don't you go ahead and start
3: us off, Mark Weber? I mean, he, he can't be general because right anybody at the general level is somebody who isn't a Joe fan would recognize, right? Yeah.
2: It's yeah. your Dukes,
3: it's your Snake Eyes, your Baroness, it's your Destro. So, And obviously, he's better than a Corporal. So I think your argument here is Major versus Sergeant.
2: He's around a long
3: time. He's important in almost every media. Um, he's actually pretty
0: good in retaliation. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Ray Stevenson in retaliation gave Firefly a nice shine. I yeah. That actually pushes him out of the sergeant line and into the major. Line. Yeah. I'm
3: getting that. Every,
1: case. every iteration of, of Joe, they kind of make sure to get a Firefly out there fairly quickly. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, he's a good solid villain and and pa- I don't know anybody who says I don't. He's like a henchman, Mario but Mario. he's a very good henchman. Yeah. So, uh I'm digging it. I, I I think I'm with you, Mike. I would uh I would give him that bump up to major. He's important. He's not he's not top-level Cobra, right? For importance overall, but yeah, he's he's on right. that next step down.
0: He's not Major Blood Major, but he's still a major. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like I said, he's a henchman. But he's a good henchman. Joe Colton, anything to add there?
4: Um. Well, before your comment, I was going to say he's like a high sergeant, low major.
0: Maybe. I I think he's squarely on the sergeant line until retaliation. I, I really can,
4: I can deal with that. I'll
0: accept it. Retaliation was was a good enough turn for for Firefly, that it it oop 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 easy too far. Too far. Too far. But he's a nice that firefly. He, he, look at him! Look <laughs> at that crappy bastard sneaking into the general line like that.
4: Another toy line made him as well for.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: he's been fighting Batman for fifty years. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. well, right, no, he,
3: that's another firefly. If you look at Retaliation, he might have the most screen time of any villain. He certainly does the most, right?
4: He does, yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 Between the Storm Shadow turn and Cobra and Cobra Commander kind of posing most of the movie, right? But not doing a whole yeah. lot. And
1: Zartan right. being Jonathan Price for most of the movie. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Look I that. Never like really never liked weird.
0: Jonathan Price. Oh, oh
1: no, I, I liked him in that. <laughs> oh. okay. Love him.
0: Love him. Love him.
1: Oh, let him chew all oh. the scenery he wants. I remember
3: him doing Lexus commercials.
0: And oh, being yes. so that
3: he being so popular, I wanted to punch him in the face. So.
0: Well, that, that's kind of the point of Lexuses in general, isn't it? So I violent.
1: Actually, I think they were Infinity commercials. Was it? Yeah. Because okay. I also remember that Mike Myers did a spoof of them with the Infinity toilet. <laughs> so anyways,
0: <laughs> moving on. Next up, as you can tell by his, his smiling visage, is Mutt. One of my personal favorites, uh, but Mutt is uh, because with the notable in that he is one of the first Joes to have a pet or an animal, if you will, and um, got a lot of run for a while in the comic book early on when, when he first appeared, um, and then got a, a good, good run on the first season of the cartoon, and we haven't seen too, too much of him since, but um, you guys, why, why don't you... Why don't, why don't we uh, start it with start with mutt here um rack time, Rob. mutt did stretch into the comics a little bit i mean he even had like a,
1: a storyline about him around issue 100 but i i think he's a sergeant okay. he, he's very he's very notable but he, the sergeants like one of those background characters you really like they get to do something every once in a while they're noticeable you pick them out of a crowd but uh, I, I think Sarge is where he could be. And no. yeah, yes,
3: and mm. could drive a Sky strike. So good, Junkyard, though. So yeah. good, <laughs> <So could> Destro. <laughs> oh my God. Joe Colton, what about Mutt? Uh,
4: I think he's a low sergeant, high corporal, but like he's he comes around and I don't know.
0: I, I, it's tough. Like we don't have Junkyard on here as a separate entry. I right. Think junkyard
4: together. Scores. Yes,
0: Sergeant. Right. Like Junkyard scores him a couple extra points. Yeah. Because yeah. he's a good puppy. Stories.
4: He's a good
0: puppy. He's available to Mutt because he had this this best friend with him all the time. Right. So I, I got Mutt squarely on the Sergeant line.
4: Okay. I it, yeah.
3: Mark Weber, you going to
0: talk me out of that?
3: No, that's I mean he's he's somewhere on that Sergeant Corporal line, but if you look at the other Joes at Corporal He's more than blowtorch or cutter. Yeah. Or so, yeah. dropping the
0: massage, I'm good with that. He had a bigger role on the cartoon, so I think that that gives. He did. An edge too. Uh, he's running around with Flint. He's with Dusty on the space station. He's getting shot at by Rock and Roll when he deserts the Joes. Yeah, it's
3: all, it's all good <laughs> stuff. That. And he's urging uh, kids to stop all the downloading. Nice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And uh, Randy Ashley adds that Mutt had a cool gun. That's
3: true. So we're about oh, at man. the
0: halfway point. Go ahead, Chuck. Mutt,
3: Mutt was one of the only ones who actually had a weapon pointing on the car dart. Yeah. Oh, very rarely did they actually have it pointing anywhere, and he's shooting right at you. So good for you, Mutt. Not only that, his dog's coming right at you, too. Yeah, dude. very aggressive.
0: So uh, just to remind everybody, we, we're about at the halfway point, so it's a good point to take a break.
3: Let Joe Colton get some more vodka. Um. <laughs> yeah, let's get her all liquored up because look right. who's next. Right. Um, General Ricondo.
0: If you're watching us on Facebook tonight, be sure to give us some kind of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, be sure to like the video. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. And just a reminder to everybody, whether you're watching us live or whether you're watching a recording, or even listening to the audio feed on, on Podbean, the, the thing you can do to help us out the most is head to YouTube and subscribe to the channel. Even if that's not the place that you normally uh, take in what's on Joe mind, but, uh, thank you so much for, for doing that and, and helping us out. Um, so that brings us to Recondo. And, um, I'm going to guess that Joe Colton would rather have me leave him here in the void rank free. But Joe Colton, I'm, I'm going to turn this to you first. What hey. line do we put Riconda?
4: Private.
0: Okay. So Joe Colton is out. Mark <laughs> Weber, where do we put
3: Ricando? I mean, he's. Corporal. He is. He's like, he's a little bit like Mutt. He's on that Sergeant Corporal line. Yeah. So. No. I could I could be swayed either way. But the, the thing about Ricondo is he people shit. liked him because of his hat. <laughs> That's it. If his hat wasn't folded in half at all, but he is he has a disproportionate amount of popularity.
4: Just from a hat.
3: He does. I'm just saying, is is Ricondo a top 25 to Joe? Probably <laughs> at the low end.
2: Yeah. Probably not.
3: Should he be? Mm. Not really. So oddly, uh, disproportionately popular. That's how I describe him. So I could be Suede Sergeant or Corporal. I don't think he's as important as Mutt, but he's definitely better than Deep Six, Cutter, or Blowtorch.
0: So. Racktime Rob, what are you thinking there? Racktime Rob, your microphone is not on. Dumbass! Oh, I don't even remember muting it. I must have bumped
1: it
3: or something. Well, Mike bad. has a button that mutes you, Mike.
0: Yeah, but if I if I had done it, he wouldn't have been able to undo it. So Ooh, I power. have I have the authoritative. Mm. Yeah.
3: If I told you as a child you would grow up to have a button that could make your brother shut up and only you could undo it, that's good.
0: Mike, Weber I, I had one. He would still He'll be having a silent night, wouldn't he? I wish I had one. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Rack time, Rob. Start at the beginning. All right. He has some cool moments in the comics,
1: like his introduction is pretty cool. He's got some cool moments in the
3: cartoon. Yes, does.
4: I feel like you're stretching here.
3: I think he's a sergeant.
4: Oh my god.
3: <laughs> he's trying to counterbalance your unnatural hatred for this <laughs> character. And right. plus,
1: he has Tom Selleck's mustache. That's
3: a good he's got
2: Tom Selleck's mustache.
4: A hat and a mustache.
1: Joe Make
4: it a good figure. Does not.
0: Why don't? Uh, why I don't? Just,
1: you just imagine Yoda. that could have
0: been Indiana Jones, man. You're talking why don't like Yoda. you are everyone why you hate <laughs> You've done it before, so this is no. This is not new ground. We just have a lot yeah. of new fans, so why don't you uh, give us the sixty second version on why you hate Ricondo?
4: So I didn't mind him before. However, there was a fellow cosplayer, and we're not even saying fellow. There was a cosplayer who, when I was leading uh, The Finest, a G.I. Joe costume club, which is a charity club, decided to come to a con with a real weapon. And his excuse to me was, I have a permit. And I said, well, I don't give a bleep. You're not supposed to have this on this property.
0: (laughs) Now we're bleeping?
4: Well, because I'm going to go on a tirade of swearing. And we just got a thousand subscribers. <laughs> so he, uh, words were exchanged, and he also travels as Rakondo on the regular, on flights, with that fucking hat.
0: <laughs> Remember, folks, our coffee link is down so, below. <laughs> yep.
4: So I, because we ain't getting
0: some subscribers <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah. You
2: know.
1: Super chat's out.
4: <laughs> totally dislike this man. And he ruined the character because he was so adamant. He was like, well, and then he showed up at Dragon Con and he said, well, I can carry around because it's like the Dragon Con is a, a con where it's all of downtown Atlanta. And he's like, so you can't just tell me, like, I can't have it. And I was like, well, you're out of the finest because I'm not fucking dealing with some lunatic carrying around a weapon.
3: Right. You can't be responsible for that. No. Was his? No. Uh, I don't know this person. Was his mustache real or fake?
4: Um, it was. It was real.
0: Mustache was legit. Yeah. I've Moustache met him. I know who Joe's talking about.
4: He's a douche. Mustache
0: was legit. He. He was really weird. Really weird dude.
4: Yeah. Uh, on a scale of like one to ten for like putting him on a list to watch, I'd put him on a fifteen. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm not joking. Like, I'm no. serious. Like, he, no, I
2: know you're not.
4: <laughs> he didn't scare the bejesus out of me, but he scared a, a lot of people. So, I
2: He's right. Like,
3: still on, I mean, I realize we're I had to get up
4: in his face, basically, and be like, go fucking put this in your room and don't take it out. And I don't care what you do from here to the airport, but you are not bringing it on the fo- floor of this con.
3: Have, is this guy still active in the community at all? I realize it's uh... coming out of a pandemic, but-
4: <laughs> uh, I haven't seen him in in several years, but he he was on Facebook a while back. He's at, he's out of California, which is random. Like he would collect like military uh, trucks, uh, guns. Like he used to eat MREs at cons.
0: Nobody yeah. likes MREs. So, anyways, willingly uh, scarring, scarring experiences with ran, random weirdos, notwithstanding. We're gonna go ahead and. Slide I'll give
4: you. I'll. I'll give you corporal, but I'm not. I'm not sold on sergeant.
0: I'm sliding him onto the sergeant line because I. I agree with, with with Mark's assessment most of all, that there's, like Ricondo's kind of like Copperhead, kind of like Cutter. There's a lot there that kind of didn't get utilized, but for whatever reason, he's more popular. So I think that in terms of impact, Ricondo slides up to the the low end of
3: the sergeant line.
2: And it's not his fault we have a jackass
3: major... cosplayer
0: out there. Uh, Bryn Anderson asks, uh, can we start a coffee fund to get Joe Colton to do a Ricondo cosplay? No, oh I'm, I'm not going to do that to her. <laughs> not going to do that to her.
3: Joe posted I... a photo from her recent cruise wearing a giant hat. And I'm <laughs> to comment, hey, fold half of that up. Ah.
0: C.S. Sherman says, I feel like I should cosplay Ricondo at Dragon Con and be real nice to Joe just to improve his reputation. See, now that's solving a problem. That's taking
2: action. <laughs> that's Good for you, proactive. C.S.
0: Sherman. Very proactive. Nod tip of the cap. But While I sh-
4: like C.S. Yeah. Sherman, so like I would be really like I'd be normal and be like, Oh my god, you're making me want <laughs>
0: you, you go for it, CS Sherman. He's uh take I am gonna guess that they've met, so he's taking his life into his own hands, but he... <laughs> going. So Godspeed, C.S. Sherman. That brings us to Ripcord. And Ripcord is a guy with maybe one of the most convoluted histories in the entire franchise. Uh, we've got Ripcord here. He had a big story in the Marvel comic. He was a regular supporting character in season one of the Sunbow cartoon. He didn't do a whole lot, but he popped up a bit. Um, and then um. Came back in Rise of Cobra. He came back in Renegades. Uh, Ripcord has has made the rounds. Um, he was a source of a lot of controversy because they made Ripcord an African American character uh, in later incarnations, and that seems to be what they're sticking with more often than not. Um, but I got Ripcord on the Sergeant line. I, I, what do you what do you think, uh, Ragtime Rob? i agree
1: i agree he's he's got enough of a run to warrant that but
0: he disappears and then yeah, he comes he, back he matches yeah. the, matches the wallpaper a lot mark weber
3: yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm not going to disagree with Sargent, but i remember as a kid i didn't like this figure and i should have because I like guys that came with a lot of equipment and unique equipment and the whole idea of a halo jumper, which I knew mean nothing about is cool, but he was so glaringly smooth as a sculpt that he felt like he didn't belong with the rest of my figures. It was like it was it felt like it was a core figure, right? Or a Sergeant Rock figure mixed in with my Joes. I just that always bothered me. and I, And I think early on if a guy had a this is one of the first ones where I thought I already had uh an airborne kind of guy because I had airborne from one year prior. So it miffed me a little bit that I don't even have a parachute guy. I have a parachute guy. I know airborne, the character, was wasn't quite the same thing, but I remember as a kid going, eh, I wish they'd have given me a who knows what, right? Something different. So he was not a favorite of mine but yeah I, I think he fits on that on that side i
1: always thought yeah. the smoothness came from extra padding because you know he was high altitude so he needed the
3: insulation i i'm not saying it didn't it maybe make sense but it was it was jarring to me because it was so different mm. from the other Joe's I guess I just wanted some uh, some pouches or something
0: i know he got a big run in rise of cobra but i I maintained that that's actually supposed to be stalker and they just had to give him a a less controversial codename. I'm glad it
3: wasn't Stalker.
0: Right, especially if it's the guy who's chasing Scarlet around all movie long. Maybe we don't want to call that guy Stalker. Yeah. uh, (laughs) That brings us to Roadblock. Ooh. And Roadblock is a big effing deal, if we're going to just throw a, a phrase at it. But how big of a deal is Roadblock?
3: Mark Weber. I mean, the, I, think, I think we're all arguing, if we're arguing here, we're arguing on the general major line, right? Like,
2: he, oh, absolutely.
3: he's a big, big, big deal. Every iteration yeah. of any entertainment, of any... I, they made him in every toy line, right? you seen Sigma Six? Yeah.
1: And they make him early. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, really, he's, really, really but he's one of the first ones out of the shoot. Yeah. Uh,
0: actually, no, Sigma Six had heavy duty.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. So maybe. Well, that was, but him. that was at a time too when they didn't have the Roadblock name, right? Right.
3: Yeah. Okay. So that, that could be it. But I think
0: Sigma Six wasn't making no double blast.
3: <laughs> for a, For a line that was always front and center with diversity and a lot earlier than a lot of other toy lines, as much as we love Stalker. He's he doesn't uh, hold up to roadblocks overall use and popularity. So he's I don't I think inarguably the most important or at least popular African American character in the GI Joe mythos. It's a big deal. Uh, so I would if I had to lean one way or the other, I think he's teetering over there on that general side.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's rather rather easily into the general territory. The man was portrayed by The Rock on film. Yeah, the movie star in the world is you. You're a general, right? Joe Colton, what do you think of Roadblock? And that's his movie.
2: Yeah.
4: Uh, I like him a lot, so I would say Major.
0: You're crazy. <laughs> crazy! Crazy!
4: <sighs> I I I think I I I like him on the major line. I uh I realistically he's a sergeant, I think.
1: What? Wow. You are the Russian figure skating judge. Holy crap, Joe Colton. I'm
4: kidding. Oh my god, you guys...
0: <laughs> The fragile French judge.
4: Right? Oh my god.
0: You're make now you're making Rob, you're making jokes that nobody's gonna get but me. Yeah, I know. I don't
4: know what that means. Is this Long a figure story. skating joke?
0: It is a figure skating joke. Yes, yes.
4: Oh, I got it. There
0: you go. <laughs> I thought it was a Simpsons reference.
4: Oh, it might have been. A good,
0: that's a good guess, Mark. That's, that's yeah. a solid guess. Always. But uh, I, I only I got am, it
4: because Russian judge.
0: Yeah, I I am gonna go ahead and and just drop yes. him up here next to his boy Duke. My
4: God, why we, I don't understand why we had to discuss that one. I I, you
0: know, I thought there would be more of a a major general type of divide there, but apparently not. I think we're all pretty well in unison here. Okay. So keeping, keeping this ball party rolling. Scrap iron is up next. Uh, real quick on roadblock. Josiah Alcorn says that uh, the rhyming didn't age well, but you know, truthfully I've watched a lot of those cartoons lately. He really doesn't do it that often. I think he
4: doesn't. I feel like I remember him doing it all the time.
0: No, I think it's just the times that he did it it was so pronounced that that it kind of stuck to him but a lot of the times he really he really didn't. Yeah. And he gives the body massage. So
3: body massage.
0: Who wants a body massage from you big man? Absolutely. Anyways. Um So we got scrap iron up next. Big head and all. Nothing wrong with having a big head. Not, not on this podcast, absolutely. No. Ragtime Rob, why don't you kick us off on Scrap Iron? I like Scrap Iron a lot.
1: I don't know how important he is to the general scheme of things. I'm kind of thinking he's only a corporal.
0: I think he had some moments. Um he uh he did blow up Billy. So but he didn't finish the job.
3: So. He <laughs> <laughs> finished. Finished the soft
1: master. Yeah, I'd rather seen him than Billy. He didn't finish. He he killed the wrong one. He <laughs> hit Billy with a,
0: with a missile. So general or super general? <laughs> uh, and he
1: killed Billy general, but you know he didn't finish the job. You have to pay for your failure.
0: But uh showed up. Uh, he he's a popular guy to bring back. He shows up in Renegades. Um. But then very often he doesn't do a heck of a lot. No, he really doesn't. Like he's he's always around. Um and I but at the same time and blowing up the softmaster is the only thing he did in the comic. That's true. That's also true.
3: But I'll I'll argue the other side of that. Name me a cobra who actually killed the GI Joe character. Legit killed. Major blood.
1: The Saw Viper.
3: Saw Viper and it's still a short list. Short list, man. I'm just yeah. and I know Softmaster isn't exactly leading man. Material, he's
1: an ancillary
3: character. It's you know but he's a full on friggin' ninja.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: That he turned into a fine red mist. So what, what
0: do you have for for scrap iron?
2: I don't know. I, I have him. Porn?
0: I I have him kind of like Ricando. Uh, in that he maybe didn't do too much, but was had a, a general enough specialty that he showed up a lot, and he's more popular than what his his actions dictate. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, have I th- the same reasons. I've got Ricando on the sergeant line. I'm inclined to put Scrap Iron on the sergeant line. I,
3: I guarantee you, if they announced and he looked good, Scrap Iron in the classified line, that the fandom would be well pleased. Right? Oh yeah. yeah, I like I like the figure this is a lot. A, a guy people like a lot killed Soft Master, and I remember as a kid just seeing him in pack. I'm like, look at all that stuff from the biggest missile launcher, right? And then I'm counting yeah. two missiles and a base, so now we're at four. And the two legs, five, six, and the cord—that's seven—and a pistol. Eight little things came with this guy. It was like yeah. a double figure. Meanwhile, Breaker's got a backpack and a headset and a helmet going, I don't even get a gun. So, <laughs> I dug him, just because I saw him as a kid as, as like, value on the peg. So, he's completely sergeant in my book. But I agree with you, Mike. He's like Wakanda. He's more popular than he probably earned.
0: All right. So, I got him on the sergeant line. Which brings up Spirit. Okay. All right, Joe Colton, why don't you you're you're a big spirit fan. Why don't you go I ahead am. and uh, spirit?
4: Um, he appeared a lot in the in the throughout the years of the cartoon and the comic, I think. He has that he did. uh
1: still He's Unique.
4: Yes, he's a very unique character. Um I thoroughly have enjoyed him my whole life, so I would put him on the major line.
3: Mark Weber, what do you think there? I think you're, that the argument is Major versus Sergeant, um, but I think he's more important than any of the Joes on yeah. Sergeant. Yeah, he's so definitely
4: I, more important than Recondo.
3: Yeah, and I, and Ricando again. He honestly, he's a guy who should have aged poorly,
2: but he did because
3: didn't. he was so. I, I want to be very careful how I say this, but he was very stereotypically Native American. Yeah. But that didn't doom him as a character. They evolved him. They kept him important. I The I, classified
4: they, figure looks freaking awesome.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. And what they did with him in, in the... I don't know if it can be underrated, because I think everybody likes it, but the Hearts and Minds comic.
2: Oh, yeah. Where they
3: actually analyzed him as a guy with, like, massive ADHD. So instead of being the very stereotypical tracker you know, Tonto ear to the ground, Kimosabi, me here, three mm-hmm. men on horseback. Instead, he was a guy kind of like Daredevil a little bit, just taking in all the sensory uh, info at one time. And that's what made him a tracker, so to speak, yeah. is because he missed nothing because he couldn't miss anything. And it was as much boon as curse. Great book. You never read Hearts and Minds? It's only a couple of issues. Go get it. Uh, but yeah, I think you can buy the hardcover for pretty affordable prices. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 some of the best Joe work ever done by uh, uh, Max Brooks, who wrote World War Z. So yeah, i I think I've talked myself into major, but but mainly because he's more than mutt, he's more than, yeah, he's he more than Ripcord. Yeah, he is but he's not. He's obviously not Duke or Roadblock.
2: No. So
3: I, I think that slots in pretty easily.
0: Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I, I think that's. Spirit is right there on the major line, and come on. There we go. There
1: he's—he's yeah, he's not He's not like the main Joe. He's on the next level, though.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: He's on the next level. Down. <laughs> he's on a new level. So,
4: Stop. I can't get I'll it out pass. of my head.
1: Yeah, you can because it's incomprehensible. That's tired of it.
3: Sorry. Uh I didn't just do that to you four. I did that to the millions and millions (laughs) of the people.
0: Right. She was a big deal worldwide. Mm -hmm. She was a legitimate star here, but man, the rest of the world couldn't escape Kylie Minogue. That brings us to the stinger driver, and I'm just going to go ahead and drop him on the private line, and we can move forward.
2: There
0: we
3: go. He's lesser clutch.
0: Yeah, straight repaint. Never, yeah. never depicted on the cartoon. Never depicted in the comic. He was just, he was just a guy who came with the vehicle, so
2: yeah. no
0: real spot in the lore. And now we got uh, Storm Shadow. We'll swing, swing the fences back the other way.
2: Yeah, not uh, good.
0: right. A- and this is probably the number three character in the entire franchise, behind Snake Eyes and Cobra Commander. So why don't we just go ahead and drop him up on the general yeah. line? Yep. Boom. Okay, Uh, so that gets us to Thunder. Mark Weber, you're a Thunder guy. Yeah. Give us your thoughts on Thunder. uh,
3: Laugh all you want. Top five for me for favorite Uh. figures ever. I thought the Slugger was great. I absolutely ate up vehicle drivers that came with stuff. And he had that weird binocular and this funky helmet. That had the best visor we'd ever received, right? True. Dark with a with the nose cut on it, and I mean, he he just absolutely knocked my socks off. Loved this guy. Matter of fact, years ago, <laughs> we have it on the uh, on some early pre-video, what's on Joe Mine episodes. I dug out my original Thunder. And found that I had replaced his waist piece because imagine as a kid, he's one of your favorites and the crotch breaks. I know what Mike or Mike can feel that pain being a beachhead guy.
2: Right. And I'm like,
3: I can't, I I don't have the funds to buy another slugger to get a new thunder. Right. That's there's no eBay back then. I can't no kid is trading me his thunder figure because you can't buy a new one. And it may have broken i honestly don't remember it may have broken once the slugger was gone and you couldn't even with 50 bucks you couldn't buy a new slugger so i looked around at my joes and i needed to find somebody with black pants to replace the waste piece and i sacrificed sergeant slaughter i had slaughter's waste piece making thunder legit probably the only kid in the u.s who was going to look at his joes and go thunder's broken I can sacrifice the Sarge. Time, so, to,
0: time to give up for your country, Sarge.
2: That's
3: it. So I don't have... Right, I've since repurchased, but I didn't have an original uh, Sergeant Slaughter because I had sacrificed him to make Thunder Hole. That no. being said, he made almost no impact anywhere. He made, no. he, made he made a big impact in uh, Bill Nedrow's, uh fan... I say fan fiction, but Kindle World Stories. He actually led the last stand, an artillery stand, to hold off Cobra and let the Joes escape and sacrifice his life in the process. And I'm like, that's my man, Thunder! But that's all he ever did, other than get shot by a Saw Viper, right?
0: yellow yeah, S was Thunder ever in the comic? And yes, he was, pretty much to die at the hands of the Saw Viper. Yeah, yeah, I think he's a so,
1: background character in the comic, but the only time he ever gets named
3: is when he's getting blown away. That's it. So he's, I love him. And he's completely a prophet.
0: He he uh, he had some. I, I'm going to give him. I would put him on the corporate line because he he uh, he did. He gets make, a little. He gets a little personality in the cartoon. Yeah, he shows up on the Sunbow cartoon quite a bit. Um, we we get a little insight into you know he's one of the guys that gets spotlighted in uh, in Captives of Cobra where they're kidnapping everybody's family. Um, All right, I'll take it. Hey, I like him. He's not getting in there by a whole lot but he's he's corporal Joe Colton any any argument there or do you hate any Thunder cosplayers
3: that we don't know about
4: I'm good with Thunder
3: alrighty there is a guy out there who does a pretty bitch in Thunder cosplay if you can get the helmet right you can pretty much pull him off
0: up next uh and Jeff Butler as well. Without Thunder, knowing Mr. Murphy, we'd have never seen Gung-Ho struggle to ride a horse. Which... <laughs> Not a lot of horsies in the bayou. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, brings us to Wild Weasel. Um, I, I had the Rattler as a kid. And Wild Weasel pretty much sat in the Rattler. Didn't do much else. He wasn't wasn't terribly interesting to do a whole lot else. Um, Did not show up a bunch in the comic book except to Fly the Rattler. Um, Did have that one memorable dogfight with Ace that they keep trying to replay, but good pilot is not necessarily
3: uh, a character trait. Mark Weber, what do you think of Wild Weasel? I mean, as a kid, I loved him. but I liked pilots and I liked uh, guys that came with vehicles. I also like, remember, this is pre-Crimson Guard. So for all your Cobras, mm-hmm. he is violently red. Yeah, that's so very true. Yeah. He, he absolutely, if you had them, if you had him separate from the Rattler, if you had him with your Cobras, you could not miss him. And I always thought they had, uh, they missed the opportunity with him because they talked about on his file card that he had a, uh, uh, a sibilant speech pattern because they thought his mouth had been injured in a strafing run, I think they said, somewhere. And so the idea that this guy would would you know have a heavy lisp or some kind of speech pattern that made him sound different from everybody else, I thought that was cool. But they never, ever dug into that. Mm-hmm. I always wish they'd done more because I liked him from the Shakedown comic. Because that's one of my, maybe my favorite Joe comic ever, when he and Ace you know, fight until they're both completely out of weapons. And then they cross and salute. Uh, Spoiler, but uh, I've been. Loved...
4: It's been a bit.
3: You're yeah, fine. It's probably okay, right? If you haven't got to it yet, that's on you, not me. Um, so for this, this is a guy I really like, but I understand that I like him more than he probably deserves. Racktime
0: Rob. You're thinking intently
1: down there. I, he's like Ace and Cutter. Cool vehicle. But all his cool moments come because he's behind the stick of the
3: vehicle. And I think it weakens the, the cartoon weakened Ace and Wild Weasel because everybody flew a rattler. Everybody yeah. flew a sky striker, right?
1: Well, with 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 Wild Weasel being a named character and you figure Cobra has more than one rattler, seeing other people fly a rattler wasn't that big a deal. Right. But, but they never showed why Wild Weasel would be like maybe the best pilot Cobra had.
3: Right, and like if yeah. a if a rattler came over the horizon on the cartoon, ten to one that was Baroness or Destro in it, and not Wild Weasel. Yeah, right. right.
4: But is so, he more important or more visible than the Corporal line?
3: No, no, I don't think so. Okay, no. I, think he's, I think he should. I think he should have there. been.
4: He but, should have been. Yes.
0: Yeah, should have been, <laughs> but wasn't. He really, he's Cobra's version of Ace. Only <laughs> we. There was already so much going on with the lives of the Cobra brass that there was no time for Wild Weasel to develop a personality. And yeah. and and Wild Weasel is a henchman, you know. But uh, so I, I think because of his high points, he's pretty squarely in that corporal line. But I, I I don't see him being anything more than that.
2: Yeah, I think that's fair.
0: All right, and that's uh break. We're last last on on board here. We got Zartan. So, uh, this is another one I expect to, 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 some debate. Why don't you kick us off there, Rob? Where do you you have Zartan?
1: I'm thinking... Well, the figure makes a huge impact because of the color change. Yeah. He's a major villain in the comic. Yeah. He's a major villain in the cartoon.
0: Yeah. General. He shows up all the time. They keep bringing Zartan back. Even even Paul Aller got Zartan
3: in. Yeah, um, deal in General the movie, in the movies too.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. General. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I I think without fa- even even if you go up to somebody on the street and say, "Hey, remember Zartan?" They'd be like, "Oh, he gonna not- change I- color?" Yeah. yeah. Who, who couldn't couldn't go in the sun? Like, yeah. I th- I think he's a
3: hands down a general, unless the arguments. I don't know that he's. Hands down, but if you're looking at your cobras, there, he's definitely more than Firefly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, oh yeah, definitely not, not
0: Shadow. He's not a bigger deal than the Baroness, but I think he's right
3: in that club. I think mean, I think he's I think he's just a little bit below, but he's definitely superior to Firefly. So I, I'm not going to argue with General. Rank
1: yeah, he, he's maybe not at the level of Destro and the Baroness, but he's he's not far off. Yeah, it's not an
3: It's no slight to say, well, he's no Baroness, he's no Storm Shadow. Yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no harm in being the fourth or fifth best cobra of all time. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Well it, it's Cobra Commander, Storm Shadow, Baroness, Destro, and can There you go. Right? I mean, nobody's I throwing say... nobody's throwing overlord up there. <laughs>
2: overlord.
0: Oh, but he's got the dictator now, so everything's happy. So Everybody's our... happy now. Oh. You go. Still on my desk. So yeah, that does it. That is the definitive 1984 tier list for GI Joe characters uh, released to the general public that year. Um, as as always with the mail away figures, we will get them when they were released on card. Mm-hmm. So 84 worry. is a deep bench. Yeah, 84 is already big enough. I didn't need to, didn't need to be yeah. adding a lot more to that. Um. So yeah, 84 is big. Look at that. There's two privates, and bothly both because they are just cheap repaints, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a clutch and a Cobra officer. Big deal, whatever. So to in order to even check in in the class of 84, you have to at least be at the corporal level, and I think that says a lot for what was going on in GI Joe at this time.
3: Yeah, it was a
2: big
0: year. There's no short fuse in this bunch. Anderson says Duke is ranked way too high. No, all
3: right, well, what we'll oh, Diana deal and with, and Diana that. just killed her. <laughs> <laughs> Bring could be either. So,
0: again, we are uh, there. Doug Dello says, No major complaints. Uh, Firefly is probably a high sergeant, but I can, actually, no, as you can see on the list, there, Firefly is a major, and this is the definitive list. Hmm. <laughs> So there, yeah. I mean, oh, what <laughs> that
2: else? Can words.
0: That's what definitive means. It means this is right. It's good. <laughs> that one was fun. I I enjoyed that one. I think I'm gonna enjoy the next two. Oh, uh, yeah. and then we're probably gonna have some fights in, in the last couple that we do. Yeah, to, to let everybody in at home, we're not gonna go all the way to ninety four with this. No, because
2: getting fun getting party. past
0: getting past like 89 things start to get really private heavy
2: and weird
3: that sounds i want i want to see a year that's all privates of like one shining star sergeant like that guy was kind of okay that's
1: that's like 92 <laughs> you know, he rocks. 91 92
0: <laughs> they made a passing reference to him on
3: renegades that's- you're going to have to adapt the template for smaller pictures because we're going to have like 17 privates at some point.
1: <laughs> He's a sergeant because he was the one least
0: damaged by Deke cartoons. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. I'm, gonna, I'm saving that one now. I got our list
3: just um, for posterity. I can't wait for our Bonsai is a corporal argument. Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's awful. That is, that is just, just, just not good. All right. We'll we'll go ahead. We'll, that is being recorded for posterity. We are real short on time. Uh, Mm -hmm. So we're going to go right into shout outs this week and uh, we'll get in, we'll get back to what we got in uh, next week. You've been gone for two weeks. Why don't you give us your shout outs first?
4: uh i'm going to uh give a shout out to the volunteers that are going off to ukraine on their own uh military personnel from around the world who have volunteered to help the ukrainian forces uh defend ukraine against uh russian forces so i'm gonna give a shout out to them and hope they're safe and um survive and and uh liberate uh ukraine um i'm going to give a shout out to maggie and william for being on the cruise with me and um the stars of the the cruise were awesome uh
1: who was on the boat
4: uh oh my god who wasn't on the boat uh Shaniqua from discovery uh emily coots wilson cruz um Anthony Rapp, uh, Anthony Montgomery, um, uh, Gowron, uh, which is Bob O'Reilly. Um,
1: uh, does he still have the crazy eyes?
4: He does. Nice. He does. He does it all the time. Uh, <laughs> I need to post a picture of him uh, uh, and me on the, the last night. Uh, he was just like, Joe! And I was like, oh my God, why are your eyes like that?
1: <laughs> because he's Galron, and he's yeah. awesome.
4: He was like, I didn't know you were on this ship. And I was like just relax the eyes <laughs> um yeah there's a ton of people um Nana visitor and she didn't get me drunk this time which was great um major kira
1: you know major kira
4: yeah wow. yeah. her husband had to apologize profusely last time because i was completely inebriated like blackout
2: like maggie <laughs> lost me
4: so um uh-
3: have, you, have, you six- have you seen my six foot friend
4: yeah, yeah. I disappeared so well that I accosted a woman in a bathroom with a Klingon tattoo, took a picture and just posted the picture. No context. So West had asked me, like, did you get a tattoo? And for like twelve hours there was no response. <laughs> because
1: you were still sleeping at all. Uh, I
4: had <laughs> I apparently got away from Maggie at one point and went go go dancing with the Borg actors that they had hired from Germany.
1: She had been assimilated.
4: Yeah, I accosted a bartender. This is just bad. This is bad. Uh, and
1: it, and it's bad. Connor
4: Trenier. And, and I it's all
1: Major Kira's fault.
4: Hugged and then uh, he kissed me and I was okay. And our friend Jackie, who was one of his handlers, she was like, What is going on with her? And Maggie's like, I'm really sorry. She's never like this.
1: Which was a lie. <laughs> blame, <laughs> blame, blame the star of Deep
2: Space. Moon.
4: <laughs> yeah, so it was good. It was good.
2: We'll she shopping. actually
4: did um who else uh mom and dad always um they're lifting they're going to be lifting the uh restrictions in canada soon so she'll be able to come down quickly
0: excellent you got anybody else
4: my husband who poured me a nice giant glass of alcohol this evening
0: remember our, our coffee account is <laughs> down below so it's uh, so if you're if you're looking to support her her costume projects, it. it's, that's that's I mean, there for you too. But yes, yeah.
4: I should. That's, uh, it.
0: that's it. All right, Rack time,
1: Rob. Who are you shouting out? Uh let's see. I could shout out to anyone who didn't annoy me this week. So no one. No Wow, <laughs>
4: that's a bit much.
1: Oh, you even have Mike no idea. didn't make the list.
0: No, I, I deliberately put myself off that list with Picarder. So I, I mean I'm some some weeks I go for it, man. I'm his younger brother. That's what I do here. <laughs> what else we got, rack time, Rob?
1: Uh, let's see. And a shout out to all who suffered with me this week. <laughs> there were a lot of them.
0: There we go. Again. <laughs> it's for, all as deep as I'm getting. For new fans, Rob teaches special ed at a public high school in central Indiana. The largest <laughs> largest high school in all of Indiana. So, yeah. Um, Mark Weber, who are we shouting out?
3: Uh, minor, minor, a little bit heavy this week, but I'll go quick. Uh, a guy worked with uh, McFarland Toys, a nice, guy named Chris Lawson, who was really instrumental in uh, the early days of the internet, getting the Arizona punk scene together as a community. Just a great guy, and I didn't, I didn't know him real well, but he was just. A great guy, and I found out he passed away. So, uh, but uh, I found I uh, was directed to a GoFundMe for his wife and his two kids, and contributed this morning because it was really close to the goal, and I just found out about it. And I just checked it, and it's like fifty percent past the goal in one day. So, proud of the uh, the really, our sort of punk community for stepping up and, and helping out Chris Lawson's family. But the flip of that. Uh, another person I worked with uh, earlier in my toy career, uh, and we'll, uh, we won't we will give her full name out because it's her own stuff, but uh, to my friend Jen, whose test came back, it's a, <laughs> sorry, cancer-free. So,
2: woo,
3: for my friend Jen, best <laughs> news I've heard all of So, that's the heavy portion of our book.
0: What else we got, Mark Weber?
3: That's it. That's good. Person. I wish I could hug you.
2: Right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, uh, you look at She's been gone two weeks. She's full of <laughs> Right.
2: Crying
0: yeah. the rest of the night.
2: Yeah. Oh, like tearing up. Right?
3: Well, it's, it's, you know, you can understand why that's a sense Yeah. Matter,
0: but uh, I'll get this quick question in here. Uh, before you, oh, you yeah. know, anybody, know why in the D cartoon, one time uh. they changed the name of the October guard to Red October, then they changed it back. No, we have no idea. Other than <laughs> it was not written well. Yeah, so Deke probably didn't even realize they made the mistake until that's it was pointed out, it. and
4: then they were like, "Oh, gotta change it back."
0: <laughs> You're probably the only person to see that in 33 years, so good job there.
3: But remember, remember how excited Joe was when she completed her October card
1: set.
0: Look, man, don't don't
1: don't don't pick. pick it's hard pick. to type that in in a
0: hurry. All right, fine. I'm typos. I'm being punchy. Autocorrect correct is a thing. Yeah, auto autocorrect always gives you the wrong word. Eight Nine.
4: tonight, Weber. Eight. Yeah, it's fine.
0: How many times has has Joe Colton sent me a text telling me to go fork myself? <laughs> so
4: many a times. Right? Or F-U-X-K, because it yeah. will not register the scene.
0: Yeah. yeah. Diana Davis is with me. The answer, Deke sucked. It I, did. I think that's the answer. Kind of did. Kind of did. Kinda did. I but, think that's uh,
1: the first time
4: outs- I've seen Diana's like negative,
1: like. <laughs> How can she be negative? She's Her boy was a negative, with general, right?
0: Right. Yeah. Anyways, uh, shout outs for me. I want to give a shout out to everybody watching us live tonight. We appreciate you. Uh, remember, if you have not uh, subscribed, please do that. We're over a thousand now, but we could use a few more because that's actually the third time we hit a thousand this week because we kept getting there and then somebody bailed out we Get there again and somebody bailed. So the third time it finally stuck. We're like yes. the freaking Goldilocks story on subscriptions here. Um, but um, yeah. So, so to everybody watching live, we, we appreciate you. Make sure you subscribe. If you're watching us on a recording, uh, Hey, thank you. We appreciate you too. Please make sure you're subscribed. Uh, if you're on Facebook, go ahead, leave us some kind of a, a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. We love Little Huggy Guy. Uh, if you're on YouTube, like the video, share the video on your YouTube channels, rather uh, on your social media channels, and, and of course, subscribe to the channel. Subscribe, subscribe, and in case you didn't hear us before, subscribe.
1: Yeah. I'm just trying to
0: take credit. Wanted to give a shout out to, to a couple of folks, especially uh, Hooded Cobra Commander 788 uh, really gave us a big push these last few weeks as we got close to 1,000. That dude, uh, um, he he really, he, he goes to the mat hard for us. So big props to Brian every week, even the weeks we don't necessarily bring him up specifically. Um, I'm, I'm glad that if, if if our show brought along that guy who's brought that community, then we did something right. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to also give a shout out to our, our wonderful sponsors at Kokomo Toys. Haven't sung the theme song for a couple of weeks, so let's go ahead and knock that out mm-hmm. now. Kokomo 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 um give a shout out to um uh, really everybody that uh, Joe talked about as far as uh, involved with the the business in Ukraine um that's a terrible situation and just hope that it comes to a a peaceful end reasonably soon uh, and that sanity can be somehow restored mm-hmm. um but uh but that's it, man. We're running right up on two hours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we got a lot in. 84 is a big year. We had a lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, we will do what we got in next week um, and, and hopefully we'll have a, um, we've got a number of projects on the burner. Right. There's a lot coming out this spring. Um, so we're playing it by ear a little bit until we hear back from certain folks who we know we've promised the time to. So um for my co-hosts for Racktime Rob for Joe Colton for Mark Weber I'm Mike Irizarry. thanks for joining us here on the what's on Joe mind team stream uh we really appreciate it oh we give a shout out to articulated Chad too dude got me a bat and he got me an alley Viper so nice.
2: That's what you got
0: it. at it looking right at it all the whole freaking night and I for, almost forgot to give him a shout out shout out there but uh again for Racktime Rob for Joe Colton for Mark Weber I'm Mike Irizarry. Thanks for watching the What's on Joe My Team stream. <laughs> I got to rock. Let me find another piece of personal business to throw in the middle of this. Everybody else, have a great weekend. And, and yo, Joe. Come on, Mark. Hold it. Hold Beow. it. Oh, I go all night. I do it.
2: this all day.